Yeah, uh Heavy Crown Radio, you know it's going down With Denise, you can see, she's the queen with the crown Talking real life, wild nights, and current events Breaking down, even giving tips on relationships Hey, you don't wanna miss, ready, here we go Keep it tuned in, Heavy Crown Radio Super entertaining, yeah, that's for sure Keep it tuned in, Heavy Crown Radio to a series that's going to be the first of many episodes discussing what's transpiring right now currently with Erica and Tom Girardi. Obviously, you've seen the news. And while you may not know who Erica Jane is, you definitely know who Tom Girardi is. You know, Aaron Brockovich, multi-million dollar settlements. He's basically trying to think of how to say it he's like the he well he was the face of law basically he was someone who was a very well respected attorney and things took a turn for the worst and I'm not saying was because he's no longer with us I'm saying was because his reputation has gone from marvelous all around astounding to disgraced completely disgraced he's been disbarred now Um, I believe that was what I read last week or the week before but one of the biggest parts of this is what did Erica know and was she complicit now a lot of people have already jumped to conclusions on this but I'm gonna back it up this first came to my attention in about I think it was June when I first started reading these emerging reports about Tom's legal misconduct. And this ranges from accusations from clients who say that they never received their settlements, even though he had received the money. Um, So that is a serious accusation. And these are accusations coming from people who have been through a hell of a lot of stuff, like some really, really heavy stuff. So That's what makes it all the more devastating and shocking to me because the Tom Girardi that I saw on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is not this same man. Like he's not this sweet, lovable, kind man. And not to say that everybody on reality TV is who they're presented to be, but I'm just saying the person I saw, the perception I got was, wow, this guy is so nice, had a gold just he came across in such a way to me that I really liked him I didn't see anything wrong I watched the special the hustler and the housewife and I have to say you could not have picked two people more desperate for money or more far removed from Erica Girardi's life than Danielle Staub and Dana Wilkie who was like you like my glasses 25,000. Keep in mind, this is the same woman that's sitting there talking about Erica and her love of money and this and that. And it's like, really? You, of all people, are going to sit here and judge? Get out of here. I think the part that really got me the most about that documentary was they make it this dramatic entrance where there's like this lace or something Louboutin you know, you see Lace Louboutins walking in and then you see it's Danielle taking a seat and you're like, the hell does she have to do with this? 
And I didn't say hell when I was watching it, but I'm trying to keep it clean so you can listen to this while your kids are in the car with you. I just don't agree with the cast of characters they chose to portray Tom and Erica because I don't think she's getting a fair shot in the media. I really don't. And that's why I'm willing to be fair here because we know now appearances can be deceiving and all that glitters is not gold. And I think that we need to take a deeper look at this and that's why I wanted to step it back a bit because this series is going to be about the enigma wrapped in a riddle herself, Erica Jane. It's not going to be about Tom so much. He'll be part of the story. But I want to go through what we know, what the media is saying, and the things that Erica is saying to try to put the pieces of the puzzle with this scenario together. Because you can't just go by what the blogs, the drama channels, or what the media is saying. You need to perform your own due diligence. And that's for, that goes for any story, regardless. But... I've been remaining objective about this. A lot of people are mad about that because I, it comes across as if I'm defending her. But what I'm doing is I'm saying, you're being very quick to judge. You need to simmer down, take several seats because yes, you've been told A, B, and C, but what's underneath that is so much more important that you need to see that as well. And if you're not taking a look at that and you're just making your judgments based upon what you think you know, and I realize I'm a media source, whatever, I get it. But what I'm doing is I'm actually kind of trying to break this down to get to the bottom of the truth. And we need to perform our due diligence here because if you don't perform your due diligence, you you lack credibility. You really do. And... Like I said, I've been remaining objective because I definitely need all the facts before I say something or before I make a judgment call that, in my mind, somebody was complicit in a scenario when I know very well that there are justifications for certain things that she's being accused of. There are definitely at least five scenarios I can think of offhand where people have judged her that I was like, well, you know, I can play devil's advocate there and say A, B, and C because it is true. Like, you can't just believe one thing. And I know that I'm kind of being very vague right now, but it's because of the fact that I am going to get into this more in depth. But before I do, I want to give you my opinion about the first time that I saw Erica on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And now, bear in mind, I've been watching this show since 2011, um, thanks to Rachel, who got me addicted. Love you, Rachel. But I was really blown away by her presence. And I think we all were, because everybody was like, wow, you can be in your 40s and still be sexy with the utmost confidence. And that's what she wanted to project to everyone, that this is something you can do. It's not unacceptable. And you should be able to feel sexy in your 40s. Because guess what? I'm going to feel sexy well into my 80s. And I don't care. And that is the Erica Jane mentality. Because Erica Jane is her alter ego. Erica Girardi is Tom Girardi's wife. So that's one identity. And then you have Erica Jane, who is just this self-proclaimed pretty mess. 
Now, just because I'm giving you my initial impression of her being positive and my initial impression of Tom being positive does not mean that I'm not being objective. I'm being truthful as to what my initial perceptions were when I first saw them and I said to myself, you know what? I like them. I like them as a couple. I like them as people. But what I want you to understand is that that isn't going to cloud my judgment. I'm just telling you this is where I was initially and that's where I stood. I'm just as shocked about these allegations as anyone else and I got to tell you week to week I've sat here and wondered myself is she telling the truth is she being honest and I have to tell you that there's a lot of stuff I took a much deeper look at that really caused me to to want to do this series not only for the fact that I want to figure out what the truth is but I'm tired of people making assumptions just reading a headline and I thought about it and I said you know what what if that was me if that was me and I genuinely didn't do this or I did do it I would want the truth to come out either way I'm going to give you my long-awaited example Like I was saying about my initial impression, I was also initially skeptical of their marriage, but with time, especially once she got the role of Roxy Hatt on Broadway and she finally received acknowledgement from Tom, that was the first time we got to see her cry with her husband. In hindsight, it wasn't the beautiful moment that I thought it was. I thought it was like a husband so proud of his wife and... Her just, you know, being overcome with emotion about it. And as you know, Eric is not one to be overcome by emotion. So when this all happened, I actually went back to that moment in my mind and I thought, what this actually was, was Erica's fulfilled dream of wanting to feel his acceptance from her hard work that paid off. And remember this for later. We remember that reunion when she defended him for not coming to ever see a single Broadway show of Chicago when she was, you know, like I said, when she was cast as Roxy Hot, She was also defensive um, when, during another reunion, she was asked if Tom read her book, The Pretty Mess. The psychology that I found behind many of these situations that you guys are questioning about Erica has just blown my mind. And I'm looking forward to breaking all of this down for you over the course of the next few weeks I'll be getting into part two of this later this week. Um, I'm going to delve into Erica's home life growing up and how her own mother plays a role in the Erica that you're finally seeing on Real Housewives today as this story unfolds. Because we're watching this now. This was obviously recorded last year and possibly the beginning of this year. But you're watching this unfold And there's been things said over the years by her that cannot be taken back that could possibly point to her being innocent or her being complicit. But if I can shock you all for a minute, a lot of the stuff that I've initially found really hasn't pointed to her being complicit. And I think you'll be very surprised at what I expose in the next episode. So stay tuned. We'll get through it together. We'll figure it out. And look at this situation as if it was yourself in the situation and how you would want people to look at it. You would want people to take a careful look. 
and make sure that there was nothing that they missed along the way. So part two, that's what we're going to do. I'll see you guys later in the week and we'll talk about it. It's expensive to be made.